1: What up, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore L.A. Justin Verlander to the Dodgers. We're going to discuss that possibility in just a second. Dive into the latest Verlander to L.A. rumors. But first, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel for all latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel and see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, I want your takes down below in the comment section Today, Dodgers Nation question of the day. Do you think the Dodgers should sign Justin Verlander? What kind of contract would you offer him? Could you picture him in L.A.? I want your takes down below. And for all the latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So what a wild offseason this is for Dodger fans. Justin Turner might be gone. Cody Bellinger is most likely going to be gone. And you've got players like... Carlos Correa and Justin Verlander being talked about as potential future Dodgers. Well, today we're going to focus on Justin Verlander, the three-time Cy Young Award winner. Just won his third AL Cy Young last week. He received all 31st place votes. He will turn 40 in February, but he still is an elite frontline starter. He still is an ace. And Ken Rosenthal of the Athletic, he linked the Dodgers to Justin Verlander. He wrote in his recent. Piece for the athletic Verlander, who personally negotiated his free agent deal with Astros owner Jim Crane. While vacationing in Italy last offseason seemed a good bet to re-sign quickly with Houston, but it has not happened. Perhaps because Verlander sees the potential for lucrative opportunities with the Mets, Yankees, and Dodgers, among others. Unlike the Grom and Rodon, he was not eligible for a qualifying offer. And because he did not receive one, he is not subject to draft compensation. So first and foremost, let's break out that Dodgers rumor meter. And for this rumor that has the Dodgers linked to Justin Verlander? I'll give it a two Dodger dogs right now. I do think they're just talking at the moment. I don't think there is serious smoke. But when you consider what the Dodgers have done in recent weeks, they've shaved off a lot of payroll. Just yesterday, they non-tendered Cody Bellinger. He was projected to make 18.1 million dollars. They didn't pick up Justin Turner's 16 million dollar club option that had a two million dollar buyout attached to it. And after the Dodgers extended the $19.65 million qualifying offer to Tyler Anderson. He ends up signing a three-year deal with the Angels. So, when you consider the fact that Trey Turner could be signing elsewhere, when you consider the fact that Clayton Kershaw will probably be back at close to $20 million and right now Fangraphs projects the Dodgers payroll to be at 170 million before that officially announced signing, look, there is a gap there. There is some flexibility in room to make a run at some of these big name free agents if they want to go that route and they would still be close to that 233 million dollars cbt mark so if the dodgers wanted to pursue justin verlander on a two-year deal somewhere in the ballpark of 35 to 40 million dollars per season they could theoretically make that happen so first and foremost how good of a pitcher is justin verlander at this stage of his career well he's very good he's still among the best pitchers in the game last season he led all of May- Major League Baseball with a microscopic 175 ERA. He had a 266 expected ERA, a 6.4 war. He had a 23.4 strikeout to walk rate. And If you look at that fastball velocity, it's close to where it was before he went down with those injuries. And despite the injuries and the mileage and his age, his four-seam fastball is still one of the most effective pitches in the game. Per stack has run value. It had a minus 24 runs prevented last season, which was tops in all of Major League Baseball. He still is able to get it up to 98 miles per hour. So if he wants to pump 98, he still has that club in his bag. And while he's not missing as many bats as he did in his prime, he still is above average in that category and still is up there with the game's elite. So when you look at his numbers, it definitely screams a guy that still is one of the best pitchers in the game. So he definitely passes that test. So first pro, he is a great pitcher he's still elite at his craft now another pro is he fills a need because the Dodgers will be without their opening day starter in 2022 Walker Bueller who's going to most likely miss the entire 2023 season he of course underwent Tommy John surgery and then Tyler Anderson he declined that qualifying offer by the Dodgers he signs with the Angels you have Julio Urias back to front this rotation they have not announced the signing of Clayton Kershaw as of yet and there is some uncertainty with some of these young pitchers. Dustin May has had command issues. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows when he returned from injury. And then Tony Gonslin, he looked atrocious in the postseason and he's dealt with injuries. Now, you hope that some of these younger guys on the farm can take a leap next season. Guys like Bobby Miller, like Ryan Peppio, Gavin Stone. Hopefully, Michael Grove can be serviceable if he's called upon. But the Dodgers absolutely need another frontline starter. And the reality is, there's not that many guys out there. Jacob DeGrom's out there. He already has expressed interest in signing with the Texas Rangers. Apparently, there hasn't been very much buzz about DeGrom to the Dodgers. Carlos Rodon is younger, so he's going to be looking for a four or five-year deal, and we know that Andrew Friedman does not like to sign starting pitchers to those kinds of deals, and Rodon's a guy that's dealt with injuries throughout his career, so they probably don't like that. And then, of course, is the trademark, and we've discussed this ad nauseum with the Corbin Burns types or Brandon Woods Drove Pablo Lopez. Will the Dodgers go that route? That certainly is a possibility, but it's always nice when you don't have to part ways with some of these prospects and you can just add guys. And what do the Dodgers love doing? They love the idea of high AAV short term deals. And in most cases, you can't get the kind of talent like Justin Verlander on these deals because they're usually younger. They're usually not looking for two or three year deals, but this is the rare exception. So I think the Dodgers' eyes light up in this screams in Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers signing. Just imagine if you could sign him to a two-year, $80 million deal. Now, there is reports out there that he's looking for a Max Scherzer-type deal. Three years at $130 million, which would put the AAV at $43.3 million. Now, will he get that? I'm not so sure because he is older than Max Scherzer, but he certainly is going to get more than the $25 million option that he declined with the Houston Astros. And I think if you're the Dodgers, you also say to yourself that he already did have that Tommy John surgery. Yes, he has dealt with injuries and has missed significant time over the past few seasons, and it was first due to that groin injury where he had surgery in May of 2020, and then he had Tommy John surgery on September 30th, 2020. So he missed the entire 2021 season, and then he came back with the bang, and he looked as effective as ever, taking home the Cy Young Award and posting that one seven five ERA. So. I I think the Dodgers are probably saying to themselves that hey maybe it's a good thing that he already did have that Tommy John surgery so you can get right back in the mix and not have to worry about it moving forward and you just hope that he can give you a couple really good years and help lead this team to a World Series title because you have to consider the Dodgers need win now players and the reason why I say that is because if you look at their core the two guys that they have invested in in Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman if they do bring in a Justin Verlander on a two or three year deal by the 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 end of that deal, Mookie will be 33 years old. Freddie Freeman will be 35, 36 years old. So if you want to maximize what's left in their prime, you bring in a guy that's ready to win now. And like Rosenthal mentioned in his piece, the Dodgers won't have to include a draft pick. They won't have to part ways with any draft capital if they do sign Justin Verlander. And you know the Dodgers want to keep as many draft picks as they can. They hate having to give up any draft asset. So that definitely is another plus. And look. Yes, he is aging. If you want to look at a con, anytime you sign a pitcher that's 40 years old, you have to be a little careful. You definitely have that in the back of your mind because at some point during that contract, you are most likely going to experience some decline. Father of time is undefeated. We've also seen pitchers, the Randy Johnson types guys pitch well into their 40s. And Justin Verlander could be the next guy that's still able to be effective in the latter stages of his career. And even if he does give you just one elite season, season If he does fall off in year two, well, guess what? That's it. You wipe your hands clean and you move on. So that's why this does scream like a an Andrew Friedman and a Dodgers move. He's like a turnkey mansion in Beverly Hills. You turn the key, you open the door, and it already is staged. You have the furniture everywhere. You don't even have to do anything to it. He's ready to be plugged in and can produce for this team immediately. Then there, of course, is the baggage that we have to get to. And of course, he was a member of that 2017. Astros team he was very vocal about juice balls and then when the Astros were caught he was quiet he didn't say anything and yes you don't love that you hate that idea but the Dodgers job is to put the best team on the field that can help them win the World Series and if they think that he is the best pitcher that's out there and available to help them do that then it's their responsibility to make the right moves that can help this team get over the hump. And while I do realize that the Dodgers signing a member of the 2017 Trastros is a non-starter for a lot of Dodgers fans, what I say about Carlos Correa? You help steal a World Series from L.A. Well, how about you make up for it by bringing a World Series to L.A. So while there is an inherent risk anytime you sign a player that's about to turn 40 years old and there is some baggage there, it does make a lot of sense. The price tag will be high but you don't have to commit the years. So if you can just get past the fact that he was a member of that 2017 trastros team and you look at his numbers that 175 er rate that 27.8 strikeout rate that 4.4 walk rate that was tied for the lowest mark in his career i think you can agree it makes a lot of sense for the dodgers to go after justin verlander also too, another thing kate upton supports his dreams kate upton wants to see him pitch into his 40s unlike giselle who wants to see tom brady not end up causing a divorce so I mean that's something to consider too. And then finally, there's the postseason issues he's had in the World Series. He was able to get over that hump and win a game in the World Series. And if you look at his postseason ERA, a 3.64 postseason ERA. He had a 3.7 ERA against the Dodgers in 2017. So yeah, his postseason career has been a mixed bag. But he's also gotten more opportunities than just about anyone. So when you get more opportunities in the postseason, you are going to have some rough starts. Again. Occasionally, and I still think that he can have success in L.A. Yes, you're going to see more Ben Verlander, and I'm okay with the Ben Verlander if you want to bring that, but guess what? Most Dodger fans don't like him because he's a homer against the Trastros and his brother, well, now he'll be a homer for the Dodgers and Justin Verlander, so it'll do a complete 180. You won't have to worry about him. You might become a fan of the guy. Who knows? So I definitely think it's an interesting idea, but I want your thoughts down below. Do you think the Dodgers should sign Justin Verlander lander are you open to the idea i think it makes a lot of sense when you look at it from a lot of different angles but i want to know from you let me know down below my name is doug mccain you can follow me on twitter and instagram at dmac_la. underscore la for all the dodgers news and rumors all off season long be sure to hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell and if you want to see us post even more dodgers content smash that like button and until next time think blue bleed blue and i'm out
0: stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them, home. bring them home you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel